How's it going, everybody? And welcome to another edition of the Hoopjack Podcast Series. It is Chris and LeVar, and there's a lot to talk about here in the basketball world. Before we get into the rest of March Madness, which includes the Final Four with the men's yes. and discussing the what will be a really great championship game on the women's side, we do have a lot of news in the NBA. Uh, first off, congratulations to the Sacramento Kings clinching a playoff spot since it's been a minute. It's been like with Sharif, 16, it's been 16, 17 years since their last playoff I appearance. Sharif Abdul Rahim, Mike Bibby, uh, Kevin Martin, Chris Weber. Yeah, that was the last time. <laughs> Where to be fair, I think they got hosed. Oh, big time! They got hosed. They did. It, 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 and it, it's it was to this said, day. Yeah. It's to this day that they got hosed yeah. out of a NBA Finals run, yep. which. To be all honestly, I think that's more than accurate. And if you want more info on why that's the case, Operation Flagrant Foul on Netflix definitely. says there were, I think, however many missed calls and so on much purpose. not on purpose, not so much not said or anything that right. went the Lakers' way and being a Lakers fan. But sometimes you just got to admit to certain things that when it happens, that it happens. Right. But congratulations to this Kings squad. Like, we talked about. Are they going to be a threat? I mean, they're very—they've done so well right now, mm. and with the addition of Sabanis over the summer, and, and then that they, was and De'Aaron and De'Aaron Fox has been doing really well. Kevin Huter's been shooting lights out. That team has brought the city of Sacramento and back to got, life. They got the lead number one. If they say what they say, number one um, all-time three-point rookie shooter. Yeah. So, like he he. He's, he has a weird kind of stance when he's about to shoot the ball, but damn if that shit don't drop. If it don't drop, yeah, but he's, it still he's does. Real good. Um, continuing on with uh, the NBA, uh, the NBA and the NBA Players Association have agreed on a new seven-year collective bargaining agreement, which mm-hmm. can be opted out in their six in the six years. So around two thousand thirty-ish, mm-hmm. two thousand twenty-nine thirty season, it would be an opt-out. Um, a lot of changes that. We actually did talk about on uh, the week before um, some new ones, including the NBA is curbing the ability of the highest spending teams, such as the Warriors, the Clippers, continue running up salary and the luxury tax spending while still maintaining uh, mechanisms to add talent to the roster. Right. The NBA is, is implementing a second salary cap apron, which is $17.5 million over the tax line, and those teams will no longer have access to to the taxpayer mid-level and free agency. Mm. Those changes will be eased into the salary cap over a period of years. So it looks like they're limiting teams to the kind of, I feel like, stars they can get over a long period of time because, you know, a lot of these small market teams like the Hornets, the Kings, the Blazers, you know, you can't get them. Or even, like, the Pistons right now, at one point they were big, but they're still small market teams that are not getting with the, Pistons, the they kind just of can't talent. Keep healthy, they can't keep nobody and, healthy. And when you can't keep nobody healthy and they see that it's always a losing organization, people don't want to go there. So, yes, they need help. Absolutely. And then we actually had talked about this last week where they were discussing the minimum amount of games that you would need to require to be eligible yep. for end-of-season awards, including MVPs, all-NBA teams, such like that. I think mm-hmm. we we had come to a number. It was, like, what it was, was it? 60. 60. We said 60. We said 60 at one point. Yeah. 
minimum 65 games. That's crazy. Minimum 60. So it went up by five. five games, and we yeah. thought it would go up, but we didn't think that much. seven games up. Right. It was 58, then it moved to 75, mm. 65, and that's interesting. So you're all, so you're only allowed to miss 17 games out of the whole year, but the, considering the fact that there's a lot of like breaks in between. There's no back to back. Well, they they're he probably gonna have rest days. They're gonna have to uh, accommodate I, for those. But I think they're talking about like like Zion Williamson. It does situation. with some, it does come with some conditions. Okay. It doesn't say what it is, but I think it can include I would say injury, illness, something yeah, like that. But not not personal sit down days. Right. When you choose not to play, there's a difference between a difference. you're actually hurt. Right. Because if you're hurt, you still you still shouldn't be able to make the all-star, you know, team if you've only played 15 games. You know, it, that just makes no sense to me. But they'll probably have a number for that part also. Like, if, if you're at 49 games and you get injured, you still should be able to make the, the all-star team with that. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that should be yeah. at least a reasonable amount. Right. Uh, they have added an in-season tournament, okay. and that could arrive as soon as next year. Okay. The event will include pool play games baked into the regular season schedule starting in November. So mm-hmm. normally the season starts around October time frame. Mm-hmm. It would it would start in November with eight teams advancing to a single elimination tournament in December. The final four will be held at a neutral site with Las Vegas prominent in the discussion. Mm. Each in-season tournament game would count towards regular season standings. That's crazy. The two finalists would ultimately play an 83rd game that would not count in the regular season. Winning players and coaches will earn additional prize money. I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm saying that the fact that they're including this as a regular season thing, yeah. how they're going to do that is interesting. Because the that, only way I can go against a team that don't have that many games right compared to what they've played you know what i'm saying but they're not and it's not discussing which like how they're gonna determine the eight teams whether it's the top four in each conference at that time which that eliminates the other few that do technically qualify for if that is the case though that i get it if that's the top four in each if that's the top four that would make sense yeah unless you're also doing what the last <laughs> the four playing teams the four playing teams from each that that's how i would see it that that's how i would see it the last from from each from each division 7 through 10 in each conference yeah each conference i'm sorry yeah each conference West would play in the in season tournament well, which yeah. that could that, also that can help that can help i mean it just because that, that also moves towards, you know, that would actually improve more of the quality of play. Because when you're the top four, you're only focused on resting at that mm-hmm. point. When you're the last few, you want to get that last spot into it. And extra money doesn't hurt. True. Extra money never hurts. <laughs> <laughs> extra money never hurts. There is an increase in two-way contract slots, jumping from two to three per team. Two-way contracts were created in the 2017 collective bargaining agreement as a vehicle for teams to develop younger players. Mac McClung being an example most recently is becoming a two-way contract. But we've also seen two-way players from a lot of other, like, moving ups and downs. Mm -hmm. 
It has been seen as a, as a success as it's become a route to players earning long-term homes in the league and in several cases becoming major contributors. Some of the busy, biggest success stories from the two-way pipeline include Austin Reeves and Alex Caruso, okay, yeah. Duncan Robinson and Max Struess, mm -hmm. Anthony Lamb, Jose Alvarado, mm -hmm. and Lugans Dort. Dort from uh, with yeah, the Thunder. From Thunder, yep. Those have been the most recent success stories that have come through, and that's some good names to have. I mean, all of those names, even Struess, especially Struess, Struess has played a big role in uh, Miami's, you know, winning. Yeah. When he's not able to hit and stuff like that, that's when Miami lose. Well, also, Butler's not scoring 28 a game or some shit like that. Absolutely. Um, really, the only thing that's left uh, uh, including with the trades and mm -hmm. spending, the new CBA is expected to create more spending and trade opportunities for teams at the middle and lower spectrum of spending. So teams that are most likely not to spend what I would assume would be 80 mil per trade year right. that could do that. Mm -hmm. And I guess it'll be interesting to see moving forward how that goes because along the way you're looking at just teams that have that opportunity to to at least have a chance. A chance to get some big names or, you know, chances to get those players that he normally couldn't get. Right. And that's the main thing. If we can even out, <laughs> even out some of the talent. It, see, it seems like, you know, actually not, it's not, it's not that bad right now. You do have some even talent right now. You but do. I feel that it can, it can get better if you spread out some of the talent. I don't want everybody playing on the same team. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to have all the stars, like, like have Trey Young, you know, Trey Young and who, what's the other guy? What's the other shooter name? Um, guy, he's playing so good right now. Karen, oh, Darren Fox. Have all those type of players all of a sudden being on the same team. It, it just takes away from basketball for me. I feel like Damian Lillard. Hey, man, if you're going to do it, <laughs> be that guy. Don't join like five players just to try to win. Yeah, because that yeah. hurts in the long run. It does. I can't stand it. It's just not me. Not so. We're gonna take a quick break, guys. When we come back, we have more to talk about in the basketball world, including the final four here in Houston and the championship that's coming oh, yes. up. So stay tuned. And we're back, guys. So I'm not even gonna lie, we got probably the best basketball we've seen in a long time from yes. both the men's and the women's. Yes. But we're focusing, we're going to start right here with the women's tournament. Most Number definitely. three, LSU takes down Virginia Tech, which hurts. It, I, it, but that I, hurts, but if you're going to lose, I think LSU I is... I didn't even think that LSU was going uh, to make this type of run like this. I didn't. Kim Mulkey is doing something with that team that... This is their first championship appearance in school history by any team. In the basketball franchise, yes. uh, in basketball, because when Shaq was at LSU, they didn't, they didn't make it that far. Nope. They got close. They got close, that, but not, not that yeah. far. And what is astounding to me, and just looking at the box score, we did have a record that was broken. Um, it was one of a guard. It was, oh, uh, Georgia. I, no, I, I don't know if it was her. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a Georgia or more that broke the record. 
one of the girls broke the record for um for Virginia Tech mm-hmm. as the high, uh most three um, oh yeah, Georgia Moore set a record for the most three pointers in a single NCAA tournament with twenty four. Damn. Which I'm surprised Caitlin Clark hasn't broken that record yet. It's gonna happen. Though she but had, Caitlin, a, though she had a tough night shooting, she was four of seventeen from the field last night. So not great, but I mean LSU came to play and they mm-hmm. had a, they still they're strong defensively, um, with everyone they got on their team with. Reese and Williams and Johnson right. pulling the way. Reese, 19, 11 for 19 from the field, 24 and 12. Williams had 16. Morris, Alexis Morris had 27 from the field. Mm-hmm. So there's just so much of that team that is working together to just make that stand. I tell you, there's going to be some good basketball in the WNBA with this, these this next drafts, generation. Man. This next like wave of talent that's coming in, it's gonna be crazy, man. And there's like, gonna be more of a response. Like I'm not, I'm not saying that it hasn't in the past. Like, you know, with the comets at that point in time, yeah. with Maya Moore, yeah, and with Maya Moore, and then you know you got your the Giants that was in <laughs> with the Lakers at that one point. Um, what, what was her name? Lisa. Lisa Leslie. Yeah, and, all, and um. um What's the other girl? She's still balling Sue, right now. Sue Bird, Deanna Taurasi, and all them. Yeah. They, they're they walking so this next generation can run. Yeah. Honestly, that's really it. And they're like, walking so that this next generation can run. Taurasi, I guess she reminds me of that girl that played for Virginia Tech. Or should I say the other way around? Mm-hmm. The Virginia Tech girl reminds me of Taurasi because of how her ability to hit the three ball. Yeah. It's crazy. She can shoot. Yeah. And then LSU claimed the first spot in the finals that night. Mm-hmm. Move on to the next game. Undefeated South Carolina Crazy takes game. on I, number two Iowa for the last spot in the championship game. Crazy and game, though. What's, what's interesting is Iowa led almost the whole night. Almost the whole night. Mm-hmm. Actually, when you look at the box score, 22-13. 16, 24, 21, 18. Uh, yeah, Iowa pretty so, much. It was South Carolina was right so focused there. on getting the ball to the big girl. Yeah. That everybody else wasn't even taking shots on their team. I'm like, hey, man, do something. Was it Cook? I can't remember her name. All Zaya I know is. Cook. She had, they, looking at that box score, she mm-hmm. had uh, 11 of 21 from the field. 24 points, but 0 and 3 from 3. They were not hitting. They were, that team was four and twenty from behind the arc, whereas was I was seven and twenty three. That was going to be the problem from the beginning. Cause they but really think about, but but the combined effort of Clark and Zanano, mm-hmm. forty one from Clark, eighteen from Zanano. Clark with just she Crazy, was making. Bro. She I'm is her. She is her at this point. That's insane. Threes, free throws. Layups. Free throw. The, the girl disres- got it all, the, Just man. disrespecting South Carolina with the checking. wave away. They didn't check the girl. But the thing is. Waved they away. They walked away and the girl stayed behind the three-point line. Waved and tried away. to make a pass. Wasn't that. That's. Somebody did that to Draymond Green in Westbrook. the NBA. Westbrook they did, did that. To, <laughs> no, they did it to Westbrook. Yeah, yeah they did it to Westbrook. Draymond did it to Westbrook. Because he wasn't even trying to guard him. I'm like, yo, I'm sorry. As a basketball player, 
Somebody stepped back that far, I'd be damned. I'm going to step shoot to the no, free throw line and shoot it. shoot it. I can't, I can't understand that. I just can't, can't do it. I can't either. So, final is set for tomorrow, for Sunday, 3.30 p.m. Cannot wait, man. I, I, LSU versus Iowa for the national title. I'm tuned in. Here's, you hear me? Who do you got? What's the final score? Iowa. You got Iowa. It's going to be a high-scoring game. I say, well, you know, it might not be that high, but it's going to be at least 70 points from each team. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel. I got... 60, 60 at the, the, you know. 70 to 68? I ain't going to say 70 68. I think Iowa's going to win by at least 78 points. 78 points? That's cold, because this is going to be good, bro. They got to shut down. Like, here's they the gotta thing. They got to shut down Clark. LS, if LSU shuts down... Clark or Zanino, mm-hmm. then you've taken away. Then you're you can't just double team Clark. Mm-mm. Somebody else gonna be open. Mm-hmm. You and you can't really shut her down because she's gonna shoot it from the logo. Yeah, here's my thing. You, That's the problem. No, you guard everybody else like white on rice. Right. Then you're forcing her to take the majority of the shots, and you take. You have her do that, then nobody else can do it. You claim the rebound. Here's what. Here's how. You know how South Carolina State. You know how South Carolina State in it. They were leading in the rebounding game. Mm -hmm. You look at the total rebounds from South Carolina to Iowa, Mm -hmm. rebounds wise, they were up by 24. They they were plus. South Carolina was 24 in rebounds and still lost the game because of the their shooting percentage was trash. They kept getting. They were when I saw the end of the game. It was twenty five to five for offensive rebounds. They were getting the offensive rebounds, but they were nothing. not connecting. Here's the thing. If LSU can get those offensive rebounds and at least hit the shots and they need to, <laughs> LSU, then you LSU, have a chance. I think LSU is a bigger a bigger team. They're they can able to get the rebounds. You have to, if you can stop if, the thing because you're not gonna stop Clark as the way that you would problem. want to. They're trying to stop Clark. Don't They're putting stop, two people don't, on her. Don't don't put two people they can't on her. Do anything you about got it. To, no. Here's the thing. You can still go one on one with her, but make sure that you are trapping if it goes in the paint, you're closing out the paint. Yeah. At least with that, because no other player is going to shoot it's, other than her or is, Clark. When I say she was just walking around people like they it didn't even, even it wasn't it was her, like her ability butter. to get to the hole was amazing. It was like butter, bro. It was, it was like not even close. Man, I'm just, I'm hyped. Because that's, oh, I appreciate if you, if you take Iowa, you're thinking that Clark's going to go for 50. I'm, I'm not going to say If you're going to take 50, LSU. You think it's going to be a team game also? I think it's going to be really close. I'm thinking within under five. I'll put it this here's, way. Here's what, put it this way. LSU is definitely going to be LSU is going to be the favorite going, no. I no, I think I was gonna be the favorite going in. No, they're gonna feel like I was the underdogs. Oh, I'm gonna check this real quick. Let's see. I was the favorite by three and a half, according to oh, Sport- okay. Caesar Sportsbook. I was close. Though. I was the favorite by three and a half. I was close though. Over under is 160, so you're thinking that both teams are gonna score 80. I, I said 70. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Oh gosh, because in my opinion, I'm gonna take the under. Okay. I'm going to take the under because that's going to be a great defensive battle mm-hmm. without a shadow of a doubt. Right. If it was me, I'm taking the under. If it's who's winning, gosh, because it's see, so – and, and, and the thing is I sit here and say this because 
South Carolina is a defensive playing team. They they they, they drive off defense. Drive off defense. And they still couldn't stop that girl. They still that's, I'm not saying the, that's LSU I'm know. not but and I'm not saying LSU is anything like that, but they're also they've also proven defensive wise they shut down their path that they've gotten here. They've shut down teams left and right. True. But like you go back they they took out Utah, they took out Michigan, they took out Michigan by twenty four. Yeah. Oh, they it was yeah they blasted Michigan by twenty four. Yeah, they took out Miami by twelve. They just took out Virginia Tech by seven. South Carolina was in a favor going in. Iowa has battled. They've beaten Louisville. Mm-hmm. They've beaten Colorado, and they've beaten. Georgia, they've beaten a good great amount of good teams that you didn't think early on were they going to be the favorite. And a lot of people didn't also think that LSU was going to be that right. other underdog to come in. Right. You always thought it was going to be either LSU and South Carolina or it was going to be Tech. It was going to be South tech Carolina and, South and Tech. Yeah. It was always going to be South Carolina yeah, as the South favorite. Carolina be uh, not a that. whole lot of people picked the combo. I think it was 1.1% of brackets right now had Iowa and LSU in the title game. I, I called Iowa, though. I had called it early. I think Jesus. I had South Carolina Jesus and Tech. I, at least right I had you know part of the final four intact. I had three out of the final four intact. I had right. Tech. Iowa and South Carolina. She's, the only thing I didn't have was LSU because I had Indiana. She, she, you know what? She's also Trey Young was that type of player when he was in college. Here's the thing. Fine, I'm a, you're picking you're picking Iowa mm-hmm. by five six points. Yep. Are you taking the over or the under? 160 is the over under. No, I'm not gonna. I, I don't. I really don't see 80 some points. So I used I'm to take go, the under. I'm, under yeah. I'm gonna take the under. I think it's going to be a three-point game. It's going to be within a one-possession game. Okay. Both team, but I'm going to take... I'm going to take Mulkey and the Tigers. I think, I think the Tigers can... If they can... I'm not saying they're going to stop Clark. They stop everybody else. Mm-hmm. They close out in the paint. They get the rebounds. Clark is the only one taking those shots. And she's probably going to take... I think she's on average... 15 to 20 shots a game. All right. Last night she took 31. Yeah. Other, the, all the rest combined. All the rest combined within the starters took 20. Mm-hmm. You limit them to 10 or... you No. You increase it to more. Actually, you increase it to less. You increase it by, you decrease it by half. You only give it to 10. But Clark remains at 31. Mm-hmm. You have the game. I think, and it's same with the shooting percentages wise. They shot forty nine percent from the field, which is decent. That's decent. That's pretty good shooting. And thirty percent from the three, that's still pretty good. Yeah, you and you and you limited type situation. South Carolina to twenty percent. But that's the thing. They defense, like I don't, I don't, I I just don't didn't like the plan. That's I think it's I think it's going to be a really good, interesting game. Right. And then now we go to the men's side. Mm-hmm. Go to the men's. We have San Diego State FAU, Miami UConn. That is going down today. First game at six oh nine p.m. San Diego State and FAU. FAU trying to pull off 
still the Cinderella story. San Diego State is also a also Cinderella. Both teams are, are Cindy, Cindy, yep. Cindy, Cinderella story. Both of them are Cindy's over there, yo. Yeah. Every team that's right now in the Final Four really is a Cinderella story. Miami, UConn probably not. UConn's the UConn's only one. The only UConn's the only blue collar one. What was funny? What was really interesting? The Final Four from last year to this year. They compared last year's, which is all blue collar teams: right. Kansas, Villanova, all, dude, Villanova, all, dude. Yeah. You would see all the teams that you would, yeah, they'd expect to make the yeah. final. This year, you got the Aztecs, you got the Owls, you got the Canes, and you got the you got, Huskies. You got teams is, that are not even one of them is maybe for, blue. Except I, UConn, Miami, 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 and UConn coming out of the, uh, that side of the division. I, I would expect. I expect UConn. They, but Miami's played. But Miami good has year done. Has has they have had a they really had a good, good, year. good year this year. San Diego so. State had that chance the year that COVID hit. I am not. I'm confused about what happened on the other side with FAU You're, and and San Diego State. I mean, There's, we can we had, can go through. You had FAU beat Kansas. No, you no you didn't. No, because I was you, on, the was on the other side. You no. had. You had Kansas State. Kansas. You had Alabama. Right. You had Tennessee. You had, <laughs> you had, you had Purdue. Yeah, UVA. You had Purdue on that side. Yeah, UVA on that side. You too. had Duke on that side. You had Marquette on that side. You had so much on that side. It's like that, they they really wielded themselves. You had Arizona on that side too. They wielded themselves. And Princeton took, and all the other teams took them out. <laughs> You had Princeton take out a team. You had Furman take out a team. Right. You had Fairleigh Dickinson take out a team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you had all these upsets. So you just wanted to see it happen. And it has. It did. I think we still. It has and it has so we, and it we're has. T- so right now, favorite is San Diego State. Uh-huh. They're favored by two points. I'm Over sorry. under is the one thirty and one thirty and a half. I think FAU is gonna take that. Though. You think FAU is gonna keep keep doing keep it? Keep on moving. Miami, UConn. Are we taking the Huskies? It's tough. This is, we take the Huskies to the Canes. You this know what? Call but Lance. I'm gonna call, call, I'm gonna call. I know. I gotta call. Lance. Call Lance. Let's see. Let's get the former Kane here on the he, show. He's. Uh, I say UConn. I really think UConn is gonna do it. Lance, I'm sorry for what he said. <laughs> I that does not reflect my decisions or any kind. I saw UConn play. I saw Miami. Play. I saw. I saw. Do and we have UConn winning the whole thing now? Do we got the Huskies winning it? Pretty much. Because so we got you. I think we had talked about this last week. Yeah. UConn was gonna take it all. They were gonna. The way it. they manhandled Gonzaga. Oh, it wasn't even close. That team deserves to win it after beating Gonzaga That's by a mile. By a mile. By a mile. But what's it's just gonna be really interesting moving forward just yes. to see what happens and we'll see it today, guys. First game is at six oh nine. Please San tune Diego in. State FAU. Second game eight forty nine. Miami UConn. You know that's gonna be a blockbuster series. Man, you ain't gonna be able to get into no sports bars. Wish I had a ticket to those <laughs> games. Apparently, the ticket price is two hundred forty two dollars for the. Um, Let's Final see. four games for the top for went inside two forty two. So we're moving up. That's not that's, that's not bad. That's, we're moving up in the world. Yes, we are moving up. Um, one other thing that I did see, and it's coming out on Peacock TV. Mm-hmm. A representative from uh Boo William Boo Williams Academy. Okay. Um, 
Avery A.J. Wills, out of Richmond, Virginia, no. uh, is starring in a new, I think it's a show? Yes, it is. It's a new TV show coming out on Peacock called Shooting Stars. Um, I think that's not it. He's represented with, I, um, I can't remember his name. He was in uh, Stranger. Uh, he was in Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, don't do that because I can't remember. Now that I, I, I saw his face, no, I can't, I can't remember, his name. remember his name. But it's uh, it's coming out on Peacock. Mm-hmm. You know my story, but this is our story. He's part of that five five out of yeah, Lower Mar- uh, not Lower, um, Saint Vincent Saint Marys with LeBron. Mm-hmm. Story of them. LeBron and his four best friends growing up. It, that part of Ohio, shooting stars. And LeBron got another. And it's damn. a film. Kayla McLaughlin. That's okay. Streaming June second only on Peacock. Look at LeBron. June second. Look at LeBron out there making that money. <laughs> Shit, that's probably that's gonna be a good. That's look like it's gonna be good too. It is. You like to hear stories about how you know, how they, you know. Stayed together even though after you know after basketball is over they're still friends still making money together you know what I'm saying one became LeBron's agent or some shit like that and yeah. when I say he's made LeBron James so much money a lot of money <laughs> he's made LeBron so much money yo and last and lastly before we go the Hall of Fame for 2023 has been called okay uh, I believe it was Becky Hammond. Uh, yes. It was Tony Parker. Yes. Mono Ginobili. You better get Mono in there. <laughs> and I believe the last one was, if I um, remember correctly, I gotta get Mono. I in think there. it was Pal. Pal Gasol was it's the last. Most, it should. Was the last one. The yep. Tony Parker. Pau Gasol, Dwayne Wade. How could you not put Dwayne in there? Dirk Nowitzki. You better have put Dirk in there. Dirker, Dirker. I think Mono was in there. I could be wrong. But this might have been from... Please say Mono in there. I don't know. He deserves but, to be in there. But he, he's going to get... If he's not in there now, <laughs> he's definitely going to get I him. mean, if, if Mono didn't play for that San Antonio team... No, that would have been nothing. Right. That would have been nothing. Exactly. And I, I, people got to know that. Mono, at one point, was... The, he was the so-called... I mean, even just Tim Duncan was there, but Mono was the one that was doing all the scoring at one point. Yeah. Mono... I mean, Tim Duncan would get the double-doubles, and Mono would just basically take over the whole damn game. Damn, they say and tell me had a good damn team. Yeah. And then, before we head out, I want to thank uh, our affiliates that we work with. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boosted Biz, Kenichi Bear, Shop GLD, Moolah Kicks, and still reaching out to Noggin Boss. Mm-hmm. You know, I love a hat. Um, and Grand Headbands, reaching out to them. And honestly, you know, with the weekend kind of hit, and I saw this, and it was really kind of kind of felt it felt right right now what you feel accomplished what you've done in life yeah because uh a man isn't defined by the amount of money he made while he was alive he's defined by the impact that he left and the impact that i've left on the people that i've come into contact with has been positive and i thank god for that every day mm-hmm. i like that and 
That's true. It is. It doesn't matter how much money you've made in your life, as long as you felt like you've made a bigger impact on society and everything, you've touched somebody's lives. And I think, and it can't be defined by the work that you do. Yeah. Like that's true. One day at a time, you just kind of want to be that person for somebody that can create change. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, by us doing this, you know, it's fun, but we try to do a little spin on it and just kind of. We get to talk to amazing people every week, every few weeks, and just kind of hear the journeys that they've been on. And, and some of them are hard, some hard journeys. Some of them are hard journeys, and others, you know, they've gone through the ringer with um, on the court, off the court, yep. you know, everything. So hopefully, you know, a lot of these things that you guys listen to can point you guys in the right direction. Um, and hopefully you guys can learn from this in the process. But that's going to be it, guys. Thank you for tuning in to another great show. Every week, you guys will be listening. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook. Um, what am I thinking of? I'm missing YouTube. Huh? YouTube. And I'm thinking of like the old heads right now. It was uh, not Twitter. Um, MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> MySpace, and, <laughs> and if you want to pirate us, I think there's LimeWire out there. Yeah, LimeWire <laughs> Lime out there. I'm like, what's Bit that? Torrent. What's that? <laughs> AOL. Yeah. <laughs> You've got mail. That's funny. <laughs> Dial up and everything. Uh, but keep tuning in, guys, every week. We're here to have fun, and just keep supporting <laughs> us. And remember, don't be a bystander. Be a hooper, and keep balling. Peace. Peace.